From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Howdy, y'all. Howdy, how friends. We are back again. It's just the 40 else called the sword. It's Cat Daddy and my arms are moving like spaghetti. And I have thoughts about this movie. Wow. This week, the patrons picked Ravenous 1999, guys. And uh, woo, I had never seen this movie before. So before we talk about the scores and everything else, let's just, I'm going to go ahead and do this overview, okay? A lieutenant sent to a post after some cowardice encounters a stranger. That's it. That's the movie. Also, I want to put a trigger warning on this and label like police, police, police for Jeffrey Jones. Um, Jeffrey Jones is in this movie. If you are not aware of who Jeffrey Jones is, just go ahead and do your quick Googles. We 100% condone this human. Do not condone this human. Excuse me. That's not the word. Um, And their atrocities. Boo this man. Okay. I had to look up who that was. Because you know, I don't know who these people are. Um, he was I, the dad <sighs> in Beetlejuice. Um, oh, yeah. And okay. trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning for lots of bad things. Do oh. not condone. Okay. I will look that up. Ooh, this time. man. Uh, but he's done a lot of stuff. I've seen his face before. But... Yeah, he was dabbling in child pornography. So. Ugh. Boo this uh, man. I've le- I learned what his name was today. So there's that. This movie yeah. has an interesting kind of like score because I think the Google users was like going up for this movie a whole lot. And every time I asked for the Western movies, everybody was like, bitch, you seen Ravenous? And I was like, uh, no. But then when you go on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like 
51%. IMDb is like a 6.9. But then the Google uses it's like 78%. That's almost like, you know, 8 out of 10. So I was like, mm, what's going on? What's going on? I don't think it's a 8 out of 10, but I do think it's like a good 7. I enjoyed it. So, or some, I feel like it's between 7 and 8. I think the okay. acting and the story, and it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Okay. Okay, but I want you to know the notes or the scores on the internet as of today. So I don't know if it's updated as your notes. is a 6.9 out of 10 and a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, that's what I just looked at. That's oh, my I bad. Said. I said the Google users are 70. Oh, the Google users. My bad. Yeah, yeah just watch. Is that the same people? I don't know. It just says Google users. Oh, just so maybe they're watching. A, my bad. Yeah, okay. They got it up there. But like, if you see, like, see it somewhere else, people are highly recommending this movie. I do think it's worth the watch. But, you know, there are some choices, and Western movies especially make these kind of choices, especially with the way they uh, show indigenous folk and stuff like that. There's just some choices that this movie made. Would I recommend you watch it? Yes. Not going to lie. But also, spoiler alert. Be ready for cannibalism. This is the kind of party. Okay. It's cannibalism party. I would like to first say, um, patrons, shout out to y'all. Um, shout out to everybody. But shout out to y'all. Because without y'all, I would have not watched this movie. I did not dislike this movie. However, there were times when I watched this movie, I wasn't sure if this was supposed to be a comedy. Like, it was a lot of comedic timing where I was like, am I just like weird? Like, in the beginning? Not in the in the very beginning, but like shortly after the story begins. Um, because we're opening up with a bunch of flashbacks and then you see in like, what's my man's name? Boyd. Uh, Boyd. And Boyd's like, what is he doing? He's, you know, standing before like, you know, his superiors and just telling them what's all going on. And mm-hmm. it's a scene and the way that everything is cutting back and forth. If I didn't know anything about this movie, but because I won cannibalism movies, really cannibalism fucks me up. Whenever there's a cannibalistic story on deck, I'm like, oh my God, send help. And because of this, and I can't stop watching the movie slash content. I, when watching this film, I immediately go think to myself, this something got, this movie got something to do with cannibalism because it's 99, so it's going to be so in your face. It's not going to really be a secret. But I'm really just like, here's how I notice. They keep zooming in, like, trying to, like, you, it's very obvious that the character has, like, a weird, like, aversion to food. Yeah, like PTSD or something. Something bad happened. He will not eat the meat. Exactly. But that also tells me, because we know that something horrific happened to the character. And so I'm just like, okay, somebody is like giving early hints at cannibalism. Also, in the beginning of the movie, there's like a quote. Um, What does that just say? It says, he that fights with monsters should look to it that he himself does not become a monster. Frederick N. That's my dog. Not my dog, because he might do something <laughs> wild, but I'm going to say that's my dog just because of the damn. And then the next one says, eat me anonymous. So I see that. What? I see the, it does. It says, eat me anonymous. That is it, period. And wow. you see that. Then you see the weird cuts. So it's like, okay, something's going on with the food. Either someone's going to starve themselves or this is a cannibalistic story. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, what the fuck was going on? To put its plus point to what you said, Jazz, about the way that indigenous characters were portrayed, I will say that I was glad that we did not see any white people in brown face because historically in Western films or Western, yes. like, you know, just TV shows, whatever, there's always a white person with some paint on their face. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Like, why? Yeah, yeah, we didn't see that. I also like that... Um... You see the brother of uh, Martha, Martha's brother's in there. I can't think of his name right now, but 
he never like he's not speaking English. He's always speaking his native language, and then motherfuckers just not along and understanding his ass. I love that that motherfucker does not have to translate, and there's not no joke like, oh, I don't know what he's saying. No, the motherfucker was like, uh, the Colonel Hart was like, no, um, he said this, he said yeah. this, and he said this. Thank you for not being an ignorant ass motherfucker, at least in this case. That was great. I'm am upset that he went on the little jank with them and ended up fucking getting got. Trying to save a fucking white man. I don't like that. Oh, I didn't like that at all. But here's the thing. Before I pressed play on this movie, and then definitely went back and checked it again, you have David Arquette in this film, so you know something wild is going to happen. You have Robert Carlyle in this movie. You know something wild is going to happen. And if you don't know who that is, if you've seen 28 Weeks Later, he's the dad in that movie. So I knew some yeah. wild shit was going to happen. You Jeffrey Jones in this movie. Exactly. That's the sentence. Who else is in here? Let me spin down. Also, Neil McDonough. That's the one. Every First time all, I see him in something, I know some wild shit's going to happen. You know something is about to pop off. Every time you see our man right here, you see Mr. White Arnaz. That is him. Him and Arnaz. Yes, they the same person. Bro, I've never seen him in the same room together. So Listen, I mean, somebody need to show me the receipts. It's hmm. cast, though. Show me the Carfax, bitch. Um, <laughs> well, ta-da. Well... They're all out here, and they all have their different personalities. Like, you know, the Neil char- Neil's character is real, like, aggressive soldier. Like, when they pan to him and they introduce him, he's just fucking screaming. Because at this point, you see the quick flashback, and within 10 minutes, Boyd is already shipped off to this motherfucking outlook. This looks like Winter's Reach, bitch. It's giving, like, Winter's Coming. Like, it's really... A small little town, like, and only eight people are there. It's desolate. It's not much going on. All the fuck-ups pretty much are sent out there. Because Dewey character, and mind you, he be popping up. I know his David Arquette, but I be calling him Dewey all the time. He pops up in Western films all the time. I'm like, really? What another one he's in? I think he's in Bones Tomahawk right at the beginning. Like, he's in he's in some movies. Like, I haven't seen I feel like yet. that's not the only yeehaw ass movie I done seen his ass in either. He loves to put on a little a little handkerchief and a little hat. He loves to be out here cooking beans and shit with the rest of the cowboys. Beans and toast like he from the UK? I Well, I didn't see him cook beans and toast, but he was a chef and then the motherfucking colonel said, I, you don't need to eat. Oh. Mm. Mm. I knew it was going to be wild, but they turned him into a stoner character. And I was like, what yeah. is this? Listen, I was like, okay, well, so hopefully we'll be doing all the praying and stuff. And I think Knox is supposed to be their doctor, but I guess we don't really trust him. But either way, they out here, they chilling for like a day or two. And you can tell the motherfucker traumatized, but he not opening up. And then a stranger, a wild stranger appears. And they're like, oh, who are you? They chase him down, but he look hurt. So they get him, they wrap him up, they give him some food. You know, they he wake up and he's like crying like, oh, where am I? No. Oh, I was in a cave. And he tell him this long heartbreaking story about how he was in a cave and they were supposed to go somewhere. And the trail got bad, so they had to stop in the cave. And then they had to eat all the animals. Now, let me start here. Not us being in a cave and we starting to eat the horses up. Because how the fuck are we supposed to even travel after this? I knew soon as they said, first of all, back it up, flip it, reverse it. The year this is all taking place, y'all, is 1847. So just to give you that time. They open up. They're in the Mexican-American War. We could talk about. <laughs> we could talk about that another time. But just letting you know the time period, air quotes, we're in. So when he's saying that we're traveling across America and we're taking a terrain that we're normally not taking, I'm like, look at this manifest destiny ass shit here. So let's see how this is going to go. And if you're like, girl, what is that? Pioneers. Okay. Air quotes. But they're crossing the United States. And and I 
am leaned all the way in because immediately I know we're going to learn about how a, a story about a trip out west turned into a cannibalistic nightmare. I immediately knew this is where we were going. Because if you're going out west and he's painting the scene and they're out there and they get stuck in the terrain and they can't make it and it starts getting cold and they're out west. Think about the year, y'all. There's no roads. Like earth just look like earth. Like earth is still just cooler because, you know, the, the white man, they come through and just fuck everything up yeah, with the colonialism. So, I mean, they're moving. They're moving that way. They started it. They've already, you know, gotten things getting to shaking. But they're going out west now. Like getting to the gold. Like gold rush. That's where we at right now. Yes. And they and, think um, that everything belonged to them. Gang, okay. Gang. But then things go left, and you say they eating their boots. The boots, bitch. When they said they start eating the leather, they belts. And I'm like, how, like, what do you mean you're eating your belt? Like, I mean, I guess it's organic material, but it's, huh? Huh? Also, I don't know. I, y'all, why don't you just turn back around? I don't know. Whatever. I I wouldn't have been traveling. I would know, know that, that far anyway. But they, once they're in the cave and we running out of food, we running out of our belts and boots. Now somebody dies of malnourishment. Motherfucker come back. They say they eating that nigga legs. I said, oh no. And he was like, he was smelling the meat cooking. And if he was like, you know, he was thanking the Lord. And I was like, oh, ooh. So eventually he was like, everybody start turning on each other. And now I'm here pretty much because he thought he was there. He was the last one. They was going to kill him. So now they're like, oh, we got to go down there and whoop their ass because we can't let them get away with this shit. Let me tell you something. Yeah, that sounds wild. That's none of my business. I want you to know, I sat there and said, this motherfucker lying. He's lying. He's lying. Like straight up. I, I don't know how, but I knew. And th- once again, my first introduction to this particular actor, like, no, you know, like for real seeing him go, but like for real tuning in was in 28 weeks later. So I knew if he was a wild boy in that movie, bitch, this movie was way before that. So when this dude pulls up, I already know it's a trap. What's the likelihood that this couple is still alive in this cave after you said you've been gone for endless days? I And everybody else is probably already gone, you say? They ate them? So they're still going to be alive right now? This is a trap. This is a trap. Also, apparently, this whole situation, when Ted Griffin wrote the script, according to the Wikipedias, because, you know, Wikipedia got the little links at the bottom, so I was doing my Googles, bitch. And it was based off of, like, the Donner Party and, quote, the Colorado Cannibal. Basically Um, ate all his friends or eaten five companions and then tried to say, oh, like, things got bad. And they, you know, everybody ate each other slowly. And when they pulled up to the campsite, everybody was, it was some people who was just cooling out there. Remember, um, trick, spoiler, spoiler alert and trigger warning, but spoiler alert. Like when we saw, um, I said spoiler alert. <laughs> you look at the camera. Okay. I'm just saying, like when we saw the terror and when they pulled mm-hmm. back up on the scene and that leg was just sitting out there fucking cooling, bitch. They mm-hmm. said they pulled back up on the scene and immediately debunked the whole story. The dude was out there telling you, can you try to stay tell the story a couple times? Oh, I'm tired. But also it was just like for the for the Colorado cannibal man. And this is back in the 1800s, so around the same time. He um was talking about some, oh, everybody ate everybody. It was it was crazy. Oh. But when they got there. They saw people's bodies was just sitting out, like the legs was flayed up. Some people had, one person's head was gone. They think an animal got it. But like the dude was just like, their bodies were still there and piece of the body parts was gone because he was eating. Bitch motherfucker was sitting in the cave after he killed everyone and came out and was just taking pieces off of them to live. And I said, all oh, jail. And the other uh, situation was these people were traveling and they ate, of course, slash terribly, just like in this movie. As we already knew, they ate the brown people first. They ate the indigenous folk first. Two of the indigenous hosts on purpose and you see in somebody's diary how they was plotting. I don't want to dive into the history of white people in 
on this land, I don't even want to talk about other parts of the world, but on this land, and cannibalism, just like eating people for shits and gigs, okay? And I know people are like, oh my God, it's not true. Pump your brakes, bitch. Let me tell you, whether you're dealing with slavery or you're dealing with some old bullshit, they're going west and you just decided you were going to eat the indigenous host and you was just, just casually journaling about it and just, just wow. talking about it, I'm floored. And if it's not real, bitch, check the documents. They own the internet. They found their mm. journals. The receipts is there. Mm. I'm Got tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. So when I'm watching this, I'm just like, oh my God, bitch, you going into a trap hole. Don't go. No. But they go. Girl. And of course, you got... um. They go into the cave, Boyd and, of course, uh, Private Reach, and they go down there. And he's like, oh, let me go down the hole, because you know he's so he want to be the first nigga in line. So he go down there with the little lantern, and he looking and seeing all these bones. And he like, bruh, all these bones is like empty, like flayed up, like empty. Ain't no way one person would still survive. Even if someone else was eating people, they couldn't have eaten themselves in that manner. No, all these motherfuckers' bones, you... You, he was like, it's a trap. And you know, of course, inside the cave, motherfuckers can't hear them. And by this time, it's too fucking late. Mm. Okay. The stranger, I've starts stabbing niggas up. He stabbed, he gets Topher, chases him down, stabs up the, the colonel. It like cuts him all the way up. He mm. shoots Martha's brother up, fucked up. Then it gets reached. I'm and then. Sorry. Boyd stays alive somehow and like literally sleeps, takes his coat and like lays in this like ditch and like pretends like he almost like plays dead. He don't play dead twice, but he kind of hides. He hides it out again, laying next to a corporate of your companion. I, I want to rewind back just two seconds because bitch, this was a scene. One, the scene pissed me off because Toffler, why didn't you shoot him? You had all the time in the world and I understand freezing up. But I was just like, Mo, and that man's gun froze up. What are you doing? This is supposed to be the wild, wild west. Draw guns, go, draw. Like it was out. Come so on, just, high noon, bitch, hurry up. I was just yelling at the TV. Also, can we rewind to the night before after Toffler had fell from the rocks and got fucked up? Oh my God. Oh my and God. And y'all, y'all, the most dirty gutter bug situation. Okay. Yes, bitch. I was floored. I knew some freaky boy shit was about to happen, but I didn't know it was about to go down like this. Also, by the way, at this point, I'm like, some of these sound clips and music bites and the quips are very much given like horror comedy. I'm like, are we sure it this is, is not a horror comedy? It said it's a horror comedy at the time. Where? When I was looking at it, I didn't know it was a horror comedy until I went, because I think I, um, I don't know where it was streaming. For real? <laughs> Yes, that ass bitch. It's on Google it says horror western, and then on YouTube it calls it a drama. And I said, bitch, it was drama. It's also very queer coded, very much so. I was like, oh, let me go to my do my ghouls because so lonely in this life. I'm like, are they in love with each other? Like I kept saying this, my partner was like, join us, join us. Oh, they are one of us. Um, so let's. I Toffler's in the in the in the tent, y'all, and it's nighttime. Now I want to rewatch Nope. I really want to rewatch it though. I'm about to bring that back because this really fucked me up. It was the sound in the absence of being able to kind of clearly see what's going on. So it really fucked me up. It was the, the squishy sounds. And so oh. when we heard the sound, I said, bitch, what the fuck? Like, and you saw the shadow in the dark. I was like, oh no, please. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Top was like, get him out of here. He's screaming, hey, young. Mo is licking on my slim body because he got an open wound. 
He, and then uh, he got a nerve to sit up here and be like, oh, I can't believe what's happening with the blood on his lip. <gasps> not licking on him in his sleep. Ay, not, no. That's not consensual, though. Stop. And he was like, I had a nightmare. Just, just t- tie me up. Nah, bro, we got to kill you. I would have killed you right there. Get him out of here. Right Could there. Could you imagine, bitch? Girl, I would have been like, yeah, we got to take this thing out. This is too weird. Not you licking the wound. Like, that's wild. What? And- like, you having a midnight snack, bitch. That's disgusting. Mm. Mm. Send for help. Send for help. And them wounds was bandaged up. So you peeking through the bandages trying to lick on the bitch. Dirty. Gutter bug. Disgusting. Oh and then also, just to let, you rented it? Yeah, I rented it. And it said it was like a horror comedy wherever I rented it from. I don't mm. know if it was Amazon. Somewhere. And Man, now I'm trying to look it let up. me know. Girl, I didn't know until because I thought it was a real serious movie. And um, no, it, it, it got some comedy in there. It was like, you it's know, a like black a... comedy, is what okay. they said. All right. I mean, I feel it. I mean, you know, okay. All right. There were choices made. That's ultimately it. I was really just like, y'all should have known that Ives was not good then. Um, This shouldn't have gotten as far as it did. I can't believe you went into there. That man was looking on him. And I knew. I said, okay, hey, looking over my glasses. But it's not consensual, bro. Please. And well, they keep traveling. They get to the cave. It's a trap. Everybody die. Woo, everybody die. But eventually, uh, Dewey, I know. Dewey and Martha, they went to go grocery shopping and shit. So they call in the reinforcements. They like, damn, everybody gone. But when boy get there, he tell them what the fuck happened. And of course, they don't believe him. And before they left, they heard of the legend of the Wendigo, bruh. Because Martha's brother was trying to tell them, like, hey, young, it's Wendigo. They're going to be hungry forever. But when you said that, I honestly, once he licked the wound and we already talked about the Wendigo, you're a Wendigo. And we're killing you right now. Okay, there were a couple things that happened at this point. There was a conversation that happened... Um, between Ives and Boyd, and Boyd, and Boyd had asked Ives like he was just like you know after you like when they were talking about candles because they he to be straight up said I ate some people like I had we had to get down with the digital get down that's it I had to survive and so he asked him well like how did that make you feel because this is after hearing the Wendigo story and I think he was curious so I immediately know because we don't it's not said directly but it's hinted at Boyd has participated and can- participated in cannibalism I can tell. Because when they're revealing his story, I said, they're not going to tell us directly. I wonder if they're going to show us. But he's ate some people. He's done some things down in Mexico. It was getting, I don't know. So we see that. Um, We also are like moving through this whole situation where I can't believe they are trusting this motherfucker. Like for real. Like I really just, you're just really sneaky. Um, This is an interesting take on the Wendigo story. I don't know this is a, if this is like a different sanction or because of, you know, um how um the story is presented. I'm not sure if it was like a, like if this is actual factuals or if this was just written for the story. I'm not sure. Um, Like if they did their actual historical th- um, research, I need to go ahead and do mine. Have, did you, did you, yeah. did, you did you try it? Um, I've, I've heard of some of the stories of the one, cause there's the, of course the Wendigo story where it's this big entity and it kind of controls the area, right? But there's also the unsatiable, unsatiable hunger one mm-hmm. that like this is one of the ones that came for like it's one of the first episodes of Supernatural season one. Yep, I remember uh, where they okay, had a motherfucker okay. in the forest running around and he was hungry all the time and he could never, you know. And it became from like sp- either spilling blood or eating hum- human flesh in a certain area. Okay, well that makes sense. Okay, yeah. So I've definitely heard of this kind of version in this ballpark of a Wendigo mm-hmm. kind of tale. I don't know which one's accurate because I ain't never met, met no Wendigo in real life. So I not trying to based off I'm the stories bitch. I've heard. 
sound dangerous. It's definitely not the learning experience I need. I think I can read about it on the page and know enough. Yep. Yeah. Definitely don't want to get that BR experience. That's not really in my Bitch, interest. Not um, BR. I'm Bitch, but also, done with you. But for, uh-uh, because you know they're trying to get the smell o vision. I cannot. Like remember not the, oh God, not the smell o vision for this. I know this shit smell like booty hoes. The nineties oh kid in me jumped out because mm-hmm. I would Bubble definitely write away to this bitch disgusting. Yeah. I would write away to Nick, write uh, letters to Nickelodeon so they can send me the smell of vision card so I can actively participate on Snick, Snick Nights. Um, just want to let you know what kind of shit I was into. But the type of shit that these people were into is not okay. Lock them all up. Um, I really feel like I hate that I've scammed his way to the top the way he did. I hate that Boyd was once again in a situation where everyone around him died. And now he has to explain why he is the lone survivor. And in this situation, he went away to a cabin. He went away with a cabin, but they knew he left. Like, everyone saw Ives. They saw the dude. I hated how when he got back, they were all pretending like, oh, we didn't really see him. I mean, I understand why the brown guy had a beard. Like, bitch, like, come on. Like, like, shaving is not that hard. Like, we can shave. Like, we're doing too much. And then, of course, he's healing because he's a creature. So, he can't prove that he shot him. He can't prove anything. So, they're thinking he's unstable when Mm -hmm. in reality, this motherfucker is gaslighting him and everybody in the room because he's making direct eye contact with his ass too. Like, ha, flashing the shoulders. Ha, bitch. You, I, I knew. I knew that you, you I'm going to play you. Play right in your face. And you know what's going on while I trapped the same soldiers again. I thought the story was going to follow him trapping them and then a fight for their lives from all of yes. them. Yes. That's what I thought was going to happen. And then when they started dying so rapidly... I said, oh, God, damn. So what's going to happen next? Is it going to be a one-on-one, one v one No, it's not a one He put them in another situation. He, he was about to scam soldiers like almost nearly a third time if they would have let this motherfucker get away with this shit. Because he killed everybody again except Martha because she's mysteriously be like, because she already know what's up. And they was like, who want to walk on foot to go? She was like, I guess I'm out. It's me. Yep. Bye. I thought that was best anyways. I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm literally just like, is she in my brain? I'm sitting here thinking about like watching this movie and when you're watching all the characters rapidly get the hell up out of here. They're getting up out the way. Out the way. It's only about 45, 40 or so minutes in the movie. So I'm like, damn, it's like an hour left. Everyone's basically dead and there's an hour left. What's going on? And I was like, okay. First thought, I know it's a Western and Westerns tend to be very long. My dad was really into Westerns growing up, like him growing up, everything. So I'm not into Westerns per, um, per se. However, it was always on the TV on a Saturday morning. That's just facts. Um, and sometimes on a Sunday evening because TNT loves showing the Western on Sunday afternoon and mornings. But when they're showing this, I'm like, this movie is too long. And I knew it was going to be long, but it just reminded me it's about to be long as a bitch because I thought we were done. We are not. And when Ives brings that smoke back to the camp, because once again, this is another movie where we've seen recently where people go back to the camp and be thinking everything is okay. And the motherfucker was like, even though they don't have the future technology, bitch, they gonna come back. So what's going on? Why are you so comfortable? Also, I know this is uh, not really have anything to do with anything, but there's a part where Reach Reach, his corpse is like rolling down the hill and so is Boyd. Now, first of all, they should have died in that role. Let's start here. Second of all, I immediately was like, is this Scream 3? Is this this is Scream 3 where they're rolling down the hill, this endless hill for 10 minutes? And I was like, they do this on purpose. They saw, and so I'm like, Scream 3 hadn't come out yet because didn't it come out like, or did it come out the same year, like what year after? Let I feel like it came out 2000. I think it was 2000. This is 99. I'm like, what? 
what's going on Screen here? Screen three came out in two thousand, so it could have been filmed around the same mm. time, or some, or there was a it lot of been. rewrites. Remember that script? Mm. There was a lot of rewrites, and David Arquette is in both of these films. And I was just like, why y'all rolling down the hill? I know David Arquette is not rolling down the hill, but that's where my brain went immediately. Also, was like, Look this, at this is a Scream 3 stand house. So Yes, I love Scream 3. Bitch, I don't give a fuck. Get ready to square up. Yeah, don't, don't even come to me complaining about Scream 3. I don't care. I All don't right? care. Um, mm. Did you see what Parker Posey was doing? Exactly. Like, I, now I want to watch those times. Bitch. Okay, but oh. this movie was wild. I had I had a lot of questions. Ives comes back, scams his way to the top as I expect him to do. Okay, let's get there, y'all. So he gets back, boom, infiltrates. Nobody believes Boyd as I expect because okay, I hate this for him, but nobody believes him. Martha goes off and gets to safety. Thank goodness. I immediately know everyone who remains, including David Arquette, is gonna die, and that's exactly what happens. Um, because of course, how is Ives gonna scam their way to the top? They got to get, what's the name, Bronx? Is that his name out of there? Major Knox, excuse me. Major Knox, who was the, um, who was the, uh, the doctor guy. And I, this was a scene I wanted to throw up immediately because we see Colonel Hart come back, back from the dead, I guess, back to life, back to reality. He came back and you wanted to why? because he was like, you know what? I was dead. I thought I was dead, but then, um... I've started feeding me and I'm back. So, you know, it gets kind of lonely being a cannibal. So, you know, I figured we could just join the team. We could just be some cannibal friends. I mean, you ate the meat. You you with the shits. Y'all, I wanted to vomit and he did. It was major knocks. Like they made a stew. Like they always just cooling, eating the stew. And it was like potatoes in there. And like carrots. And onions and seeds. And I can't believe it, bitch. Like, if it sounds like I can't believe I can't believe it. Like, I know people in the past and maybe in the present, oh my God, eat people for various reasons. It could be cultural. It could be, you know, ritualistic. It could be all kinds of stuff. It could be sacrificial. Wow. It could be all kinds of things. Historically. Like, it's happened throughout time. Next sentence. Hey, that's crazy. Like, I just, wow. <laughs> bitch, what do you mean? Like, y'all not zombies doing this? Uh, like you just doing this because at one point there's like okay survival and then it's just like oh this is just what we do and i'm like oh okay i'm not oh okay okay yeah they were like yeah we eat people now and we just can be selective you know and i'm like um we're gonna keep families together yeah i'm calling the authorities i'm calling the authorities this is this is i mean i'm glad y'all not trying to eat children and shit for real for real but I, I don't know if I could trust you because you a liar. And y'all do anything when you hungry, for real, for real. So now what? This is the same guy that was looking on somebody's stomach when the lights was off. In a tent. Bruh, a tent full of that people. That is so In nasty. a tent full of people. Mm. You don't know what like this person is capable of doing. They was doing bruh. that. We was and in he, here. He clearly <laughs> wasn't dreaming, bro. Like He was not dreaming. Bitch. You know what kind of motherfucker he was. Now he done killed everybody twice. Oh Excluding no! Except Martha, because she's not not here. But everybody's there, and he they he fatally like wounds. Um, gets the horses out the way. Yes, he wounds well, Boyd. And, yeah, he wounds Boyd. And is like, well, you can die or be one of us. Then boom, and still Boyd is not trying to eat. And then eventually he's like, I'm gonna eat, but I'm gonna trick him, you know. And somehow he convinces um Colonel Hart to like, you know, you want to live like this. He's right. Do it quick. I don't want to live like this. I don't want to live like this. Okay. I like this scene, um, but I also was just like, why is this happening like right now? Like it was very much like, before you go, do me a favor. Get me up out the way. I was like, 
couldn't you just sacrifice yourself later? Like, Boyd has been through enough. Like, Boyd is trying to work to take Ives out. Why y'all both not tag teaming to take Ives out? And then you can unalive yourself. Like, why does it have to be about you right now? Again, like, I do understand that you're, like, done and you're tired and you're like, I can't go on. I get it. Boyd has been getting his ass beat this whole fucking movie. Don't nobody believe him. Everybody thinks you are dead. And you are kind of, maybe you are a zombie. This is zombie, I'm going to call you a zombie. But like, bruh, you can't just help him out one time. Like he got to kill, and he does. And it splatters on the window and it's real dramatic like. And I was looking through the window and it once again reminds me of 48 weeks later. Mm -hmm. And the way he's looking through this window. And I'm just like. The whole shit. Everything is his fault. First of all, he should have told his kids what the fuck was up. Off rip, we would be having this problem. Also. When his kids did that bullshit they did, I would have smacked the hell out spoiler, of them. I know, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Yes, they did a thing. And then once we find who he finds, he going to get up close like, and just start a chain reaction. I hate him. I'm going to say, spoiler alert, I am not mad at the decision he made in the movie at the time because he thought they was gone. And it's it's one of those parts in movies or in those situations where we talk about like sometimes you got to make hard choices. Mm-hmm. Your partner went back for a child and they was like, no, baby, don't go. But, you know, they were like, you know, heart of a lion. I got to go back and I got to go help. That's fine. Wow. That's very noble. Heart of a lion. Well, no. It is. But it's a very that. kind thing to do because people are like, it's expected of you. Okay, yes. Like, obviously, the, the nice thing or the positive thing to do is to save a child. And unfortunately, y'all, everyone out there is not about to save no kid. And that's yeah, not sorry. what we want to hear. But that's really, that's what, that's what type of shit that people be on. So he's like, girl, come on, bitch. There's the boat. And she's like, no, girl, I got to go get the child. And the zombies come into the room. And that motherfucker said, bitch, I'm out of here. And you look back and her ass is in that window. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. So after knowing I've seen this and then I see this movie, I knew, I knew this motherfucker was going to be on a mission to take everyone out. He just seems like someone who plays that kind of character. Yeah. I mean, he seems yeah, like he's very selfish. Stay. Yeah, definitely very selfish for himself. But, you know, they fight again to the death. And this, the whole like last 15, 20 minutes is them going back and forth trying to kill each other. Like, he's trying to kill him and he's like, ha ha ha, you can eat me. Which I'm like, that's a wild sentence to say. Even down to the end where there is somehow like a big ass bear trap. I don't know why this would even be made, what this is for, but there's a big ass bear trap and he tricks him into them both getting, because he didn't think he would sacrifice himself because he's selfish. Of course he wouldn't think that someone would sacrifice themselves. And then he, you know, kind of beats the allegations that he's a complete coward. Um, Although ain't nobody alive to really, you know, write it down. But, you know, he kills him that way. He doesn't eat him and they both just die. That's when Marta put Bull up like, oh, wow. She opened the door and said, you know what? No. And turned around and walked right back away. I was pleased. So sad. I remember that. But I yes. was just like, and he died off some bullshit because old Bro. boy didn't pull that trigger. And I'm just like, this is what I like. You really about to let my man die. die? Thank goodness we ain't see it. You really about to let my man die like this? I hate this. Indeed, they were. Oh, I think his indeed name is they were. Yeah, I looked up. I think his name is George. But yeah, R.I.P. George. General Slauson, when he came in, when they got back, Bruh. and decided to start eating the soup 
I uh, screamed. I was like, no. At first, I thought it smelled weird. And he was just like, ooh, what's this? And just, me, no. So now you a cannibal. Yeah, you are. He don't even know it. He, he probably gonna eat a whole bowl. And let's talk about oh the military anyway. Oh my God, no. Anyway. Camilitary. Yes. At first, they already not banging with him. Because they was like, you a fucking coward. We, you did kill the opposite. Like, he got on behind enemy lines after playing dead. And, you know, he captured the people. So they gave him, like, a little dinner. But internally, they was like, bitch, fuck you. You know, that's why we sent you to this little rinky-dink-ass fucking outpost. That's why you here. But also... I am curious as to at what part did the cannibalism come into play in that scenario? Because unless I blinked in my eyes, I did not go to sleep. I missed that part of the story. Yeah. I feel like it's like insinuated and I don't, I don't count it might be. His, the corpses of his counterparts like bleeding into his mouth. Like that's not it. I know that can kind of count because you know, oh, like, but, it's, but that's not it. So I'm just like, so were you eating brown people? Once again, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I also don't know how long he was down there because they keep asking, how did you make it on enemy lines? And I feel like he might have been somewhere for a minute. I don't know. Because they said they buried him. I don't know. Listen, listen, listen. We know that he ate some people because he never denies it. And he eats again and heals. So we know what he is. He's definitely not beating the allegations. He's definitely not. he He was doing the restraint. He was holding himself back, but you know, like I said, as soon as I press play, had I that knew dog somebody in him. ate something. Uh, yeah, but sorry, I've definitely had that <laughs> dog get him because they talk about he. He's like, yeah, we ate my dog. I'm like, damn, it's getting crazy. You ate the horses, the dog, the oxes. The, we knew y'all had some well, palm oxtail, didn't you? They probably did not. They didn't have seasonings for real. Uh, mm. That's nasty. It was just meat and heat, bitch. Mm. Nothing else. Not meat and heat. Oh no, <laughs> no, just just that's it. That's all you got. But the military wasn't fucking with him. But when he tells him the story of what happened to the outpost, because mostly everybody did, except for um, Dewey and Mar- Martha. So he's like, okay, well, I, you need to rescind this story and say something else. Because we can't tell this story at all. So then once he doesn't, and now there's a new, new story, like, what is your history now? Because Lawson, you back, you eating the people meat, and this dude is dead. But who's going to tell? Because I feel like Martha's like, girl, well, bye. I'm not telling y'all nothing. Girl, I yeah, I think that's definitely what they did. And I think that was the best choice. I think it was time to move on, time to stay strong. I think that's what it was. It was time to leave all these people to what the fuck they was going on. I want you to know because, I went to the Google yeah. and I looked up cannibalism in U.S. history. And the first oh. thing it says is colonists resort to cannibalism in colonial Jamestown. Oh, Virginia. Colonists resorted to cannibalism during a period from 1609 to 16, known as the Star of Time, after food supplies had diminished, some had began to dig up corpses for food. So I dig up corpses? Uh, just bottom burrow activity. Like, it's just, bitch. I, then they talk about the Donner Party. Here we go. That situation I talked about. Eating people who succumb to starvation, sickness, or extreme cold. Now, okay, two things. One, Blurry Massacre just did an episode not too long ago about cannibalism mm-hmm. in movies. Yeah. It was a really good listen. Um, I wish I could engulf it again. I think I might. I love when people do cannibalism episodes because I'm scared. Although you're in like, hell. <laughs> bitch, I'm in hell, but I'm scared. I love it. Like, some, I need something's got to still scare me. And if you do a real good, I'm I'm literally crying because help me. <laughs> they eat each other now. 
I just want to, you know, you see that little gift with people like, with Diana Ross, like, swatting her, like, no, okay, no, like, no, no. <laughs> that's what I feel like, please. Um, but then the other thing is like, once again, you start, it's about that real life horror. This is a real thing. When people get into a scenario of a what if, you're in a state of like emergency. What mm-hmm. if like, you know, all these historical stories or events where people have like accidentally been in an airplane crash. I think what happened when the people fell over the, the Indies and um, I think it was in the 70s, there was a situation where people were cannibalism there because they were they was trapped. The airplane went down. I'm going to look that up. 1970s airplane crash. Oh, so hear me, you hear me? alert. Yellow jackets. Okay. <laughs> and that was what it was about. It, hold on. Brazil documentary. Is that it? I don't Baby, know. Baby, it's going to matter. It's, but once again, how many how many times people are like, and it, and it brings up the real question. What would you do? What would you do? If your son if, was at home. Okay. Crying all alone. Okay. So what, but what would you like if you, if you had to eat people to stay alive? Cause y'all already know what I, I would do. My friends know too. Bitch don't play with me. You are mm-hmm. not allowed to eat me. I don't give a fuck if you are starving, starving. I don't care. If you eat me, ho, I will haunt you from this life to the next. And when the aliens come and really rain o- rain on over everybody's head, I'm still going to turn up as an apparition to be like, aha. Not and then an I'm getting apparition, bitch. Sure am, bitch. Because who told you to eat me? Who? Yeah, I don't know if I can I can eat my friends. I don't know if I can eat anybody because I know that that is a human. Uh, I'd rather just die of the cold because don't it just feel like you're going to sleep? All right, let me just go to sleep. Um... I don't know if I care if people eat me if I if I'm dead, but also, dang, what what are we gonna bear if they find us? Don't you don't turn me into a skeleton. Leave something, shit, so I can have a little proper burial or something. But otherwise, uh, cannibalism is stressful. I do not wa- uh, go up oh and God. watch a lot of cannibalism movies if I can avoid them because whoo, raw was a time. Like there are so many other cannibal oh. movies that I could tell you about and then we're going to talk about some and during uh well we talked about some during our yeehaw episode because i'm scared i got some in my pocket uh yeah oh i'm scared too i'm Mom looking at the, Ur- the oh listen i found the thing it was the uruguayan rugby team that i knew it that crashed into the indies in 1972 october 13th i hope that wasn't uh, a friday because that would suck at all wow. like that was really scary um and then also like one time my mom was telling me about this and i was like this is wild she was like yeah girl like they was really trying to make it. And, you know, when they finally found people, they 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 had to eat their bros. And I said, this is not it. Wow. This I'm so scared. Like, because how it could, do you go anything on after can happen. That? Right. That's like that movie, uh, The Cure, where the people, the zombies got cured. But, you know, they had to live with the fact that, no, nah, they was eating people, bro. They did that. We got to live with that. I would be so upset. That's like, forever. Dang, somebody. What if you Bitch, was it was a Friday. <gasps> not Friday the 13th. Oh, man. Well, my jaw is at this point, it just needs to be unhinged. Like, oh, Mm. my girl, girl. And Earth was crunk on that day, apparently. Oh, Oh, my gosh. And it's crunk outside. They race it. Everybody's going off. I, (laughs) oh, my God. My hands is up. With that being said, Earth is a wild place. Cannibalism is wild. It's sprinkled throughout history. And and, and if you are a human on Earth, hello. Hi. Um, if you, whatever your background is, if you look back, there's going to be some sort of cannibalism. I bet you, I bet you somewhere it's um, going to be, it, it just, that's why I'm not looking no more. I'm done. More. I'm close yeah. my eyes, bitch. I'm finished. Uh, oh, so I'm, I'm not looking at no more of this shit. Now, since, uh, 
people picked this movie and I heard a lot of people talk about it, I would I I'm assuming that a few people done seen this flick. Did does anybody like seen it in theaters? Like did y'all see it when it first came out or did Bitch. you rent it and the blockbuster? Like when did you cause I'm again, I'm just I'm new to this movie. I found out about this movie a few months ago or some shit. Like, cause there's another movie called Ravenous from like twenty seventeen or something and it's a, a yeah. zombie flick. Yeah. It's not yeah, and it's a French flick, I think, but let us know how you feel about this movie. Oh, like, God. you can hit us up at Girl That's Scary. You can hit up our website, www.girlthatscary.com. We got a Gmail if you want to get your poom poom shorts on. Gmail. And your professional GRLTSpot at gmail.com. Now, if you have run out of content and you're trying to get to the bonus content, um, you can pull up on www.patreon.com forward slash Girl, that's scary. We in there. We got the bonus episodes. We got all kinds of fun stuff going on. So pull up to all that stuff and rate us five stars for five star chicks. Five star chicks. Mm. Until next time, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Rest in peace. Yeehaw. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.